I'm your health coach, Melissa Lee. Here at Thriving with Nourishment Health, I provide women with the resources to reclaim fertility and celebrate periods through the lens of functional medicine. It is time to empower ourselves with natural solutions over band-aid medicines. We will get to the root cause of symptoms to see the bigger picture. Let us find the ability to heal ourselves, get back to Mother Nature, and live in a healthier world. Hi everyone. Good morning. Uh, welcome to another episode of Lifestyle Tuesday. Today I'm going to be talking about the power of the menstrual cycle. So if you're on here, um, if you come on live, um, come on live um, you know come say hi drop in any comments or questions that you might have um, I want to talk about the menstrual cycle because I've realized that um, judging from like the past week or the past month um, I haven't had my periods for a while and my cycle was actually 42 days and knowing me um, you know stress really plays a part and stress really has like a really really big impact on when my period arrives and how long my cycle is and for those of you here who have irregular periods or if you have PCOS you would know right and um, you know I've heard different perspectives from women over time usually when we're young we're like yes I don't want to have my period because it is the most awful thing and I'm dreading it and because you know it's painful and I get all PMSy. And we really don't want it. And so a lot of us, we go on the birth control pill and, you know, it was great, right? Like everything was timed. You know when um, to have intercourse. You know when you could go to the beach or whatever. Um, and it was all very, like, structured. And I just want to address that, um, you know, the menstrual cycle is actually a really, really big part of being a woman. And um, having a period is really important. Um, so, you know, we start off with like, you know, the, the menstrual cycle, right? There are four phases of the cycle and, you know, it's typically ranging from like 28 to 35 days. And so, you know, there's many variations. Don't expect to have like 28 days all the time because many external factors um, can impact our cycle. Um, for example, I, you know, I just said stress, but also like jet lag, um, and you know toxin exposure for example or if you have underlying root causes like uh, thyroid issues or if you're exposed to a viral infection a viral load if you have poor gut health if you have lack of sleep i could go on and on um, so you know the menstrual cycle is really affected by many many external things um, and so i digress so we have four phases of the menstrual cycle the follicular phase the ovulatory phase, the lodial phase, and the menstrua menstruation phase, right? And, um, you know, so our hormones start to rise, our estrogen, our testosterone start to rise, and it kind of peaks around ovulation because, um, you know, that's when the egg is being released, and um, that's when you usually are, you know, prime time for fertilization. And after that, your hormones actually drop, if you release an egg, the corpus luteum, which is like the leftover sac where, from where the egg is being released, it forms it, uh, it forms progesterone, produces progesterone, and so the progesterone starts to rise and estrogen starts to dip. 
in the luteal phase and then once you get your period both of the hormones and testosterone too starts to dip and all the hormones are, are at an all-time low when you have your period um, so you know when we think about that you know our hormones are not just you know about our sex hormones right it's not just about reproduction I want you to think about you know estrogen and progesterone they're also very important for like other parts of the body so for example estrogen it has uh, you know, effects of on the bone, it affects bone health, it affects um, neurons in the brain. For example, estrogen has been shown to actually affect um, whether you're sleepy or wake, wakeful, like it can have an influence on those specific neurons in your brain that is associated with sleep. And who knew, right? Like you wouldn't think that estrogen is um, in line with you know how sleepy you are like usually you would think of melatonin but actually estrogen also has an impact on that and if you think about progesterone progesterone is not just there to help your uterine lining um, you know just kind of maintain it for pregnancy but progesterone also has a calming effect because it affects the GABA receptors in your brain which is kind of like the calming neurotransmitter that helps you to remain calm and so you know if we have low progesterone during our cycle because we have too much estrogen and you know it causes like a disbalance that's when you might have a lot more anxiety and more depression because this is due to a lack of progesterone and a lack of GABA being released so that is another topic for another another day but I just wanted to let you know that you know the hormones that are implicated in our menstrual cycle is really important for so many other things it's important for heart health it's important for mood imbalances uh, it's important for like the sleep-wake cycle so when we do not want to have our periods and we do not you know don't really care about the menstrual cycle you are also disregarding all the other benefits of these hormones okay I just wanted to say that and so you know um, so another thing is like you know uh, when we are you know on our periods for example the energy levels changes right and this is what i want to address so the energy levels change every week during our cycle and for us you know we tend to run on a 24 hour clock day and that's very very you know attuned to men but you know for females you know every day is kind of different because our hormones tend to fluctuate and every week is definitely different too um, so, for example, if you're in your follicular phase, you, um, you know, after your period's done, you, the hormones start to rise again, so you would tend to get a little bit more energy, you would tend to be able to do more cardio, for example, um, you know, you would be able to, like, run longer distances or walk longer distances, um, a lot of, like, organizational skills starts to come in, a lot of intention setting, for example, um, those are all the kind of the new, you know, refresh energy um, coming in after you have shed everything, right, during your period. So that's the follicular phase. And then once we hit ovulation, obviously the energy levels is just going to keep rising and rising and your libido is going to keep rising because of higher testosterone. Um, this is a great time for like strength training, for example. That's going to be really key. Um, and so, you know, especially for those of you who have trouble thinking about like what kind of exercise suits me, what kind of exercise can help me get to my goal, I would think about actually looking at your menstrual cycle instead and looking at 
what phase you're in and what kind of exercise suits that phase because it's not as if you can you know do hit all the time you're not going to do hit on your period um chances are you will right so you know for example if you are ovulating strength training is great here you can do all your hit your intervals whatever your body is definitely able to take it more um, assuming that also you know you have your nutrition right and you're sleeping better and so the next phase is the luteal phase and the luteal phase is kind of you know estrogen starts to plummet a little and progesterone starts rising and there's kind of like a transition happening and so for some people you might feel like a little more like uh, water retention you might have a lesser energy you know from the high of doing all the intervals and all the endorphins from the from you know from sex and from exercise you might be feeling kind of a down and that's totally okay just um, remember that this is your luteal phase and this is part of your menstrual cycle so it's totally okay it's totally okay to feel kind of that transition to being like oh how come i getting up today and I don't feel like exercising anymore I just want to do yoga or I just want to lay here or I just feel like walking right now and so that is the shift that you're looking for and that's um, you know when you're in your luteal phase and this is when you tend to get a little bit more like um, organizational about your house for example like I tend to love to clean my house during my luteal phase I like to organize things I like to put things in place and do laundry and that kind of things and all the little little things that you might have missed in the previous two weeks you can definitely do them now because they're all going to start popping up in your field of vision and you are um, you have the energy to do that um, and you know you're shifting away from all the to-do lists and stuff and you're just focusing on like the little things that kind of upkeep your environment and also um, there's a slight transition to a little less communication with other people so that's the luteal phase and you know when we hit the period phase um, obviously this is the time for the most um, relaxation you want to be slowing down you want to be tuning inward you know some of us we have cramps because we didn't really address like our nutrition or our stress levels during the luteal phase and so estrogen doesn't drop and it keeps you know it's pretty high in comparison to progesterone and that's where you kind of get like that estrogen dominant effect and that's where you get a lot more PMS um, and so the period the menstruation phase is a really time to just slow down take time to yourself not be so hard on yourself to do everything that you need to do I know that feeling I am also a stickler for like to-do lists right and I've taught myself or like I've trained myself to not have too many things on my to-do list especially if they're not exactly super important um, I try not to do that especially during my period um, so I just take the time more to you know chill out eat what eat whatever that helps you to feel good like comfort foods for example um, you can watch TV, you can do more breathing exercises, you can do some walks too, but those walks are going to be like a little slower. Um, and so that is, you know, harnessing the energy of the period, the, menstrua the menstruation phase. And so if you think about it, right, like everything that I've just outlined, the energies are changing, the way your brain is functioning is changing, 
your moods are changing. And so based on this, why are we expecting us to wake up every day and to be able to go, go, go and do the same things at the same level as men? Like that does not make sense. And that shouldn't be our mindset at all as women. And, um, you know, the menstrual cycle is also kind of like a little detox, I like to call it. Um, and so if you think about it, like every month we have a chance to let go of something physical in our body, um, kind of a shedding, if you think about it, maybe, um, you know, spiritually you're like shedding like negative energy, um, you know, for some of us we're into astrology, so you could do that too, you can sync your period to the moon cycle, for example, um, and so there's a lot of, I think, synchronicity that we're missing out on in the modern day and age. And um, if you are, as I said, really confused about what to eat, how to make your periods arrive, um, you know, how to like get less PMS or less bloating, really think about which phase of your menstrual cycle you're in and try to attune and align to the energy and where your hormones are at in those phases. I find that doing that helps a lot more with how I push myself, right, on a daily basis or how I see myself. Because if you're thinking that you always need to do a certain number of things every day and, you know, during those parts of your menstrual cycle where you actually need to relax and you keep pushing yourself, obviously you're going to be thinking that you're not good enough as a woman, right? Or if you're too busy taking care of your spouse, your pets, your children, everybody else except you, um, you're not going to have the self-care time that you need to. And so, you know, this is, it kind of spills over into all the other aspects of life. It's not just about bleeding and having cramps every month. Um, if you really think about it, the hormones really play a part into how we show up as women every day and how we um, harness our energies and our emotions accordingly and if you are living with like a spouse especially a man this can be really helpful too because if you teach him the phases of the cycle and you tell him what you need and what you want for example if you're in your menstruating usually you don't want to argue you want more cuddles you want more like you know hot chocolate or hot beverages right um, you want more like hugs, for example, you can let him know. And this is what I do with my husband too. Um, you know, you can remind your spouse that you're emotional before your period, the week before your period, during your luteal phase, for example. Um, so they won't be so hard on you because for them, you know, they expect us to show up every day, right? Exactly the same way or like being able to show up every day with the same amount of energy. Um, and that's just simply not the case. And so it just takes a little bit more education for your husband to understand that, for example. And that can actually lead to better relationships too because it feels like you're not crazy to him. Uh, he would understand that, okay, you're in a certain kind of phase. Your hormones are doing a certain thing. Um, and, you know, that can not have a strain on your relationship. It can actually improve your relationship. So if you think about it, there's so many ways that, you know, harnessing the power of the menstrual cycle can actually help you to improve your life and you don't you you're not a slave to your periods you're not a slave to like the fluctuating hormones and so if you're on the birth control pill um, for other any for any other reason 
um, you know, that's totally fine. But if you're on the birth control pill because you want to avoid periods, just think about it. Like you really are suppressing the hormones that are needed for all the other um, functions of the body. And, you know, you're also suppressing like this biological primal part of you. It's kind of like telling your body not to do a certain thing that it's supposed to do. And I just find that really strange. Um, and I and I don't think that it is aligned to how we show up as, you know, healthy women. Um, so if you want to get optimally healthy, just think about how you can use the power of the menstrual cycle to show up and thrive in your everyday life. So I want to know what your thoughts are about this. Like, are you in tune with your menstrual cycle? Do you celebrate when you get your periods? Do you have irregular periods in the first place? Um, and if you have irregular periods, what have you tried? Have you thought about using your menstrual cycle in this way? Um, you know, have you garnered a love for your menstrual cycle or do you still hate it? And I really want to uh, want to know all your opinions about it. Um, and stay tuned for the next few weeks because I'm going to be talking a little bit more about something specific because I'm going to be holding another free challenge in April. So just stay tuned for that. Um, and that's all for today.